listening to the Soul Yoga podcast, a podcast for the modern mystic mama. I am your host, Amanda Aaron, soul guide at Soul Yoga Retreat. I invite you to take a breath for your body, mind, and soul. Retreat from the mind movies. Break away from stress and anxiety. Root down and ground yourself into Pachamama, Mama Earth, Join me for a journey to live from our highest selves. Through ritual and ceremony, we create sacred space together. We hold space. We create a safe container to evolve. This podcast is a space where I authentically share my journey, the good, the bad, and everything in between. It is a space where I guide the modern mystic mama to reconnect with Mama Earth. Honoring the turn of the wheel, we use plants, astrology, and kundalini yoga to break old belief systems to move towards soul-level transformation. By uniting body, mind, and spirit, we become present, enjoying each moment fully, and embodying our highest selves. Welcome to this space. Amanda coming to you again from one of my Friday night bathtub sessions, uh, sharing my thoughts with you and uh, packaging them up nicely in uh, beautiful packaging of a podcast. So recently I finally read into and did some research on and looked up Substack and what is it and what does it do and how can I interact with it what would make it different from everything else so oh god let's see 2017 I believe is when I took my yoga teacher training and it was that fall after finishing off several several hours of in-studio time I finally got my certificate at the end of September, I think, or maybe October, and wrote the exam, and uh, just thought, okay, I'm going to, you know, do the whole self-branding thing and just jump right into this, so I opened up my first website to start writing blog blog posts, articles, Um. Basically, I had thought, you know, I just need to get my my ideas out there, um, you know, just the thoughts that come to me and um, the way that I transmute my own experiences. I just felt that they needed to be shared. What I'm going through, what I'm growing through, because um, I just felt like there was just so much that others could relate to and be inspired by uh, um, as in to to keep going in their own life to not quit or to you know understand that rest is not quitting and um, yeah just whatever it was I felt like um, I just wanted to reach out to people and I didn't know how so that's what I did I started a, a blog site it didn't really go anywhere and I was um, very much not consistent and then fast forward to 2019 
Oh, I must have also created a Instagram account that was separate from the one that I had for my family. So probably around that time, 2017, 2018, I created a new um, Instagram account, and this was... Um, you know, the account that I had all of my mom, my dad, my sister, my relatives on was private and I just follow my family members and that's, you know, it's very, very simple. I'm not spending hours scrolling on it. Um, that's what I cut it down to, but there was a time when, you know, it had um, my family members, but of course I was following, you know, more and more accounts that just... Uh, mirrored my growth as a person, my, my personal evolution, and, um, you know, some of those topics were just things that I knew my, my family wasn't really comfortable about, um, you know, like talking about looking to the earth as the healer, um, great Pachamama, great, great mother earth, the great mother, and I knew that they would kind of be uncomfortable with that kind of language and stuff like that, so... I created a separate account to just kind of, you know, embrace my inner witch and um, just try things on for how they felt and, you know, spells or experiments and um, incantations and just finding my own groove in my own form of some sort of Christianity that honored the feminine spirit and energy equally to the masculine spirit and energy and and for me I found that in paganism um, and not to be confused with Wicca which is um, has many more structured rituals but for paganism it's really like you know, what ingredients do you have in your cabinet and, okay, great, just, like, roll with it. Or, oh, you missed the full moon by three days? Who cares? Do it anyways. And it, it just, like, so... It just felt so feminine to me. Just, like, go with the flow and the ebb and, um, you know, a focus on returning to the cyclical... Um, cycle of living, you know, honoring your periods of activity, honoring your periods of rest, uh, cycle, thinking for a woman is um, so different to honor really those four different phases of maiden to mother to enchantress to crone in the dark, um, you know, that new moon in the, in the full of the darkness and, and really rebirthing into the maiden again is just so... Um, you know, just such a, a beautiful, cyclical way of operating. And, um, you know, how do we adopt that? How do we live by that? How do we honor that in our day-to-day -day comings and goings? So that's what I was um, experimenting with and exercising and just doing a lot around branding. And um, I had called it my hummingbird soul at first, the website, and I think the Instagram account was something like green witchy yogi or something like that. Um, and then in 2019, I I uh, registered my business name, which um, 
hummingbird yoga was uh, taken, was already registered within the province of BC, and so I, I, I looked at the, the structure of uh, BC Registry, how to, how the form that they wanted to see the business name in, and basically broke it down to three, um, into three words to kind of describe and give shape and give form to your business, and so I decided on soul yoga retreat. Um, and that 2019, four, five years ago? Yeah, five years ago. Okay. So, five years later, it turns out I don't actually have a GST number, but that's okay because I, I um, haven't actually made any project going through Soul Yoga Retreat yet. Um, I, I, I have my first invoice, um, expecting payment for office hours invoice of a whole $44 of my first, you know, business name under my belt and doing my own thing, and that feels very cool, and um, so I want to make sure that I tie this all back to Substack, so 2019, I have my registered business name, and yoga liability insurance and uh, open up my own website so pay for the domain name of souloyogaretreat.org and uh, started building my website so uh, hold on I don't think I did the website until 20 20 or 2021 so I had birthed my beautiful boy April 2020 uh, you know with the first lockdowns of COVID and that was a very lonely time for me and uh, that winter I was emailing a lot back and forth with my beautiful soul sister, my bestie, and um, she was just kind of going through a lot with her, uh, with her own self-development around like finding her role as wife. So um, she had a long distance relationship for years and finally um, her and her husband had to, um, were able to have the opportunity to move in together and um, or live closer first and then move in together and she was just finding like, you know, really in this dynamic of husband-wife, like all of a sudden, like what is my role as a woman? Like what am I, um, you know, I'm trying to do all of these really masculine things when really like that is, is that really my role? Because now I'm stepping on the toes of my husband and I, and I totally went through that in early, um, early 2019, just in discovering, um, the word witch and being able to identify with it and um, learning about paganism. Um, so many of these things really highlighted uh, the feminine traits that um, were stripped by, were stripped, were stripped away from us when the, ch the switch went from um, a matriarchy, a woman-led system, to a patriarchy, a man-led system and the woman becoming 
uh, submissive and subservient and unseen and undervalued in this in society at large. And that shift was really um, brought on with the Crusades and um, you know Christianity being being mandated across um, Europe and uh, you know the continents that they oversaw, but then also of course you know trickling over to North America as well and. I mean, Canada and the U.S. are just founded on those very patriarchy values of, you know, the men are the are the are the leaders in the public eye, and it's just this old age, this old way of working where um, we were taught not to question authority. Uh, authority being the the prison institutional system, our judiciary system, um, our government our healthcare system, doctors, um, and educators, you know, all of these big systems were largely male dictated um, and and whatever they decided they kind of pushed down to everyone else. And of course with the Industrial Revolution, um, you know, that was kind of the last days of the acceptable um, nature of the culture that the woman was the one to stay at home with her babies. Um, now, obviously, during the matriarchy system, it was much different in terms of, of um, you know, women were really the leaders, but they always had their babies with them. They always had their families with them. There was not um, there was not the separation that ruling meant um, no children. You know, they just they just did life together. The children were a part of the adult activities, um, and there was just really the harmony around around the function of of living, of cleaning, of harvesting, of crafting, of of being a valued piece in your village. <sighs> Which really triggers me because, you know, that word village is just something that, um, as a new mom, I just saw completely missing from our Western culture. And uh, just a personal side note is really a passion of mine to be able to ignite that in women's hearts again, you know, open up the hearts of women to, to trust, to host, to invite, to share, to offer, to um, just open those bonds of reciprocity and welcome the village back, just to empower women to be the village, to embody the spirit of a village. Okay, I digress. So, in my journey of exploring all of those things around paganism, around, um, you know, the mandating of Christianity, it really um, helped me see, like, what character traits are really, in their full essence, feminine. And what character traits in their full essence are, you know, the healthy masculine. And, um, yeah, I just dove really deep into that in 2019. And so in 2021, um, 
you know, December 2020 and, and January, February 2021, writing emails back and forth with my bestie and just being like, you know, this is, this is my interpretation and um, this is just what I've journeyed through and how I've experienced it and, um, you know, how I've experienced a rude awakening to realize that, yeah, I think that I can multitask and I'm this great leader, but... Um, really, this is a version of a healthy masculine. In reality, I am not embodying any of those feminine traits. In fact, they are so frustrating for me and unnerving and uncomfortable and risky, to be quite frank, like more than vulnerable, like would uproot my personal security at the time. That's how I felt. I remember years of struggling with like what is acceptance, what is surrender, letting go of control, um, you know, just topics and, and um, discussion points uh, around ebb and flow. Like how do I, how do I release my my goal, my desire, my my heartstrings to the universe or to the creator, to this greater force around me, instead of control each and every step of, uh, you know, my perceived path, my perceived linear path, I should say, uh, to, to getting that goal and, and how do I embrace and embody this non-linear backwards, forwards, around in circles, um, cyclical, resting, active rest, active rest, uh, seasonal way of living where I am completely you know, trusting in the greater force around me, the universe, the creator, spirit, uh, that, that that desire will eventually manifest, will eventually materialize in my life. And, and, and every day doing the things that I know to do to be faithful in, um, you know, showing that I am ready, showing that I, I have the the space I, I am this great space holder to to invite more into my life you know my cup is not full my cup is open and ready and um, you know receptive for these new opportunities and a new way of, of of living of lifestyle of, of world perception world view and that um, really is where I am today. I remember a year ago recording a, a, a podcast episode that I titled um, Breakthrough Day. <clears throat> and I just talked about um, just this wildly, wildly different shift of security for me. And for so long, I had identified my security, you know, feeling safe, feeling secure, feeling, um, you know, not topsy-turvy with with finance, with a job, with employment, with a regular, uh, steady, uh, reliable, known income. And that, to me, income was security for years, for just my entire life since my first job at 14. Income equals security and freedom. <sighs> and... Um, there are just so many things that at that point in my life, I just realized, oh, no, my my security is not in finance. Every 
day it makes me feel insecure. So why am I putting my trust and my belief in a system that isn't working, that continually lets me down? And I realized, you know, placing my security, my firm foundation, with the love that I have with my family, if I am with my family, I am safe, I am secure, I am loved, I am known, I am acknowledged. You know, I'll take a pause right there to admit, like, that is not my everyday occurrence, and obviously marriage is a journey, and motherhood is sanctifying, and there are some hard moments but you know what? They are worth any of the anxiety, any of the frustration, because it only builds and it only gets better. I never experienced that better, quote unquote, from gaining an income. No, it is a constant disappointment. You know, you get a, a cost of living raise increase, and then the CPP deductions are higher. You know, it's just, it's, 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 it's dehumanizing is what it is. All of these things I'm learning early 2019 and now sharing early 2021 through emails and I realize this this is it this is my this is the way that I can work to um, to share my thoughts with the world this is how I can make an impact this is how I can share my story is through writing and so at that point I decided okay I'm gonna write a book I'm gonna do it I'm gonna write a book and um, that first year I think I wrote like maybe two or three months weekly kind of on and off consistently and then took like four or five months where I was not writing I was kind of doing other things and yeah, I just didn't land my groove yet in, in book writing. Something, something came up, an insecurity that I had. I just, you know, was overthinking all of the details and um, got overwhelmed. So in the fall, I started writing again. And um, 2022, wrote very consistently, um, mostly once a week. And um, 2023 so far has just been a great consistent habit, again, mostly once a week, uh, if not twice a week, and sometimes it's every other week. And it's just been so cool to relive my metamorphosis, you know, going back to journals that I wrote in 2016 and um, copying down my day-to-day -day experiences and breakthroughs and um, just all the little rises and falls in between. I swear to God, I'm getting back to Substack. I just um, apparently have a lot to say about my journey tonight and getting there. So I'm writing a book. And I have been trying to be building that audience on Instagram, you know, ever since I created that public um, account where I was really sharing uh, the experiments of growing into my new self. And I found very little success 
with building an audience on Instagram. People come and they go all the time and it's um it's just maddening. It's just kind of infuriating to always trying to reach out to new people and and the algorithm constantly changes. So how do you know if your content is really reaching all of your followers? You don't. You just don't. And it's it's infuriating and um you know, I think I've had that account for maybe four, maybe five years, and and there's maybe three or four people that, you know, really, I've really built that connection with. And if I was gone from Instagram, would they search me up? Would they try to find me? No, probably not. I mean, I've never met them in person. So it is just really disheartening. I've, and I've struggled for years uh, if I should keep my Instagram account or not. And... Um, over the last year, I found some Instagram accounts that had started a Substack, and I was on the email newsletter part of it. So I would see the I would see the email um, of the Substack newsletter. <clears throat> sometimes engage with it, sometimes not. You know, as soon as I wanted to like or comment things, then I had to create my own Substack profile, which was, you know, really the first step of exposure to a new platform. And um, I don't, you know, I don't even know what it was. It was something in the beginning of the year, some random email from Substack in general about creating an account and um, explaining like it's a it's a it's a platform for writers and their audience is other writers and I thought oh that is really interesting and um, recently they they launched something new called notes um, which honestly, you know, it's just like a shorter post and you can, um, repost or they call it re, re stack, uh, somebody else's post or comment or on their little notes and like their notes. And, and honestly, it just struck me as like very similar to, um, kind of these concise, uh, limited Instagram posts. And, you know, realizing, oh, well, that's the way that I've, like, reprogrammed my brain after all of these years to kind of put out into the world my um, ideas. And so, um, you know, I also saw recently that Substack can host podcasts. So that's what I did uh, last week, I believe, or maybe even earlier this week, I just said, Okay, I talked about it at the beginning of the year with my husband. Now I'm finally going to do it. I'm going to launch a Substack, and um, the first thing I did was transfer over all of my podcast episodes. So this will be the first podcast episode that I release from Substack whenever, whenever that day is, maybe Monday. And um, and just. You know, reading about this new tool called Notes and um, clicking in through other writers' posts, particularly reading through an interview where an author had stumbled upon Substack 
you know, six months to finishing off his book contract and started a Substack and realized, you know, the instant feedback, just the community, the, um, the like-mindedness, the conversation that was sparked through having a Substack because um, there's no algorithm and everything is shown equally or chronologically, whatever. And, um, you know, all the accounts that I personally subscribe to, they're emailed to me whenever there's a new post or note or podcast or whatever. However, the frequency works for notifications to email. And so there's really this personal connection established um, that is so unlike Facebook or Instagram. It's not cold and unfeeling. It's warm and welcoming and inviting and and, um, just the sense of like there's open arms waiting on the other side. Like people are waiting to find the next writer. They're, They're so happy to support new new conversations, new ideas, new writers. Um, It's just such a fertile and um, an encouraging ground to be able to work in. And so really, this is the first time for my book that I feel like, oh my God, this is the thing. This is how I can... um, build an audience because I I had looked at doing um, MailChimp for newsletters that did not go anywhere, not at all. I had set up a MailChimp account for um, my very first WordPress uh, blog site and yeah, my mom was like the one subscriber and that was it. That didn't go anywhere. So... This next time around, you know, for my soulyogaretreat.org website, I thought, okay, I'm going to, you know, I found Flowdesk. I was really impressed with them, but you have to pay month to month. And I was like, ugh, I just, you know, I have a hard enough time with my monthly Spotify payments. Like, I just don't want to be adding monthly payments to something. Um, and two, who am I even going to start with? Like, my five, five coworkers that I talk to every day? Like, ugh, I just felt like it wasn't. You know, I don't really have, I don't have a, a following to start with. Like, I need to to be somewhere where people that I know can, you know, stumble upon or be referenced to. But, um, yeah, like, I don't want to sign my best friend up to my weekly newsletter. Like, I have a much more personal relationship with her than having a cold newsletter pop into her email box. And Substack completes that you know the 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 newsletter the um the commenting the community the notes the sharing the collaboration enabling to have a guest post a guest write on your Substack. all of these things are just like so moving towards that uh, honestly moving towards the feminine future of collaboration of relationship of cooperation collaboration corroboration I think there's a couple of words there that are pretty similar instead of this 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 world this corporate 
culture of competition and hustle and push and control. No, no, no. Substack is totally the opposite. It is the feminine approach to leadership. Substack is uh, is relational. Substack is um, transformational. You know, it goes to the newest member and says, what do you need? What is your pain point and how do we solve it? You know, what solution are you looking for that you can't find that we can make it happen? And that is what Substack is. And it's just really encouraging that, you know, as I write my book still, who knows how far away from publication and choosing to self-publish is going to be another journey of itself. One of the ebooks that I have um, saved to read right now is called Choke Point Capitalism and just realizing, like, I don't want to launch my book on Amazon. I don't want to have anything to do with Amazon. I want to be able to print my book independently and control the sales and control the edits. and con- um, Well, maybe control should be a different word, but, you know, honor the, the flow of the feminine and just allow that content in that book to be genuine and not shape it to somebody else's opinion of what will sell better in the marketplace. So that was a really long way of saying I started a Substack and I'm stoked about it. And I hope to engage well on that platform. I love you all. Have a beautiful night.